Welcome to Bo's Cafe. Hey, David. Thank Hello, you. everybody. Yeah, we got John believe, and Bill. Wouldn't believe who's missing again. Ah, that guy. Hello. That guy. I remember when he was old Mr. Reliable. Yeah. He hadn't been on staff for two years now. <laughs> yeah. we, I mean, he would be hanging around, but yeah. we don't pay the guy. So, yeah. hey. I think he's on vacation. Well, that last part I think is right. But yeah. <laughs> I, think, I don't think he deserves that. No. Time off. No. No. No, no, not really. So he had time off in the late '80s. I know that. Yeah. So he was not due yet. Um, no, he definitely is. I think, I think we're actually coming toward the end of on my worst day. And I will say this: thank you for those of you who bought the audiobook. It has uh, started to pick up a little bit, and I think I was talking to someone yesterday. And they were saying how much they love the book. Guy who's my age, so you know the younger generation. Guy's thirty. Yeah. And uh, I said you gotta get the audio book then, because he was saying, I I feel John coming through the pages, and I was like, well, he read the audio book. That's why we kind of did that. And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So if you don't know that, the audio book was read by John. That's great. And uh, you know, pass that out to your friends so that they can enjoy the uh, craziness. Of the story, with yeah, the, the spike in the sales. My aunt uh, got one on, on uh, the audio Huge shift yeah. right there, Ooh, just right there. seismic boom. boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're we've got a story from the later years of the book, two thousand and two thousand ten. Thanks, David. All right, you guys, here we go. Stacy and I awakened this morning in Santorini, Greece. A deeply generous couple has sent us on a once-in-a-lifetime trip for our 25th anniversary. How much we spend is of little issue to them. We have been gallivanting around the globe like wealthy retired people from Paris to Bordeaux, Venice, Tuscany, and now Greece. We took the hour-and-a-half gondola ride in Venice just because we could. This morning, we find ourselves sitting next to a Jewish couple in our elegant restaurant at our elegant hotel. The food is so good, I want to stuff cheese danishes into my pockets. Over the next hour, this couple is becoming our friends, and we are invited to join them on a tall sail dinner ship which will drift from one white-bleached building-covered island to another, as the sun slowly paints the sky deep red. On the ship, we meet another Jewish couple. Within minutes, we're all laughing and yakking like we've known each other all of our lives. They want to know our story. I do not want to tell them. I do not want to ruin the evening and our friendship by telling them I'm a Christian speaker and writer. I've seen how this plays out. I usually sense it's my responsibility to make sure they... Hear the gospel, and I almost always feel like I'm selling soap to people who were moments before risking to trust me. They feel betrayed and confused, and I'm left with a bad taste in my mouth. The couple persist. They must know all about us. After Stacy and I briefly explain our lives, they are full of questions. Not defensive questions, honest and vulnerable ones. In a moment... I decide to see where God takes this evening. I am a Christian. They know who I am. Tonight, I will not proselytize. I will love and be loved. I catch Stacy's eyes and realize she is good with taking a similar tack. The next several hours are filled with life. We are having marvelous talks about everything, parenting, marriage, love, 
failure, regret, periodontics, books, my book, the Cleveland Indians. We are enjoying each other with such honest freedom. The man from the couple we met at breakfast takes me aside. He says, I almost always feel disrespected and devalued by Christians, like I have no faith or my faith is all wrong. I want to tell them, you know your guy is from our team, right? <laughs> anyway, you aren't doing that to me. Thank you. I know you're probably struggling with this, thinking you should be saying more, but I already know what you would say. I've heard the message from Christians so often, and here's something that you may not know that I see. Most of us see it. I know you Christians have something. I really do. I'm incredibly intrigued. You're giving me tonight a chance to test out what I'm seeing without being clubbed like a baby seal. Thank you. Stacy and I had earlier decided when the ship docked that we would walk up the steep ancient donkey path leading from the sea to this cliff-carved town. The two couples had already decided to take a gondola to their hotel. We are halfway up the path, pausing to watch the Mediterranean Sea reflect the moon. And then we hear their voices. They are calling our names. It's our Jewish friends. They've run up the steep path to catch up with us. They are fully out of breath. Hey, we couldn't do it. We, we didn't want the night to end. We didn't want to stop seeing you guys. Would you let us buy you drinks? There's an outstanding bar at the top overlooking an incredible view below. They serve the best mojitos on this continent. Within minutes, we are sitting together in the bar, leaning back on comfortable cushions overlooking lit pools and patios below us and the moon above us on this open-air pavilion. It is all majestic and serene and otherworldly. The climb and the humidity have made us all desperately thirsty. I'm slurping down mojitos like they were iced teas. I've never been in a moment where people with such radically different faith are so honest about their doubts, wonders, and dreams of how we hope life turns out. And I am not trying to force the gospel. I've unwittingly given the gospel in a much more loving and comprehensive way than maybe I ever have. It's now 2.45 a.m. I am officially drunk. I didn't mean to me, but I am. We all hug and make promises about vacations that we will take together. Then my loopy chick and I maneuver our way through the streets and alleys of ancient Santorini, feeling very much like savvy locals. The next morning, I asked Stacy, what happened last evening? Did, did, did you feel all right about our conversations? Even when they asked me directly, I didn't want to give them the formula. I wanted to let Christ love them through me, to allow myself to be loved by them. Part of me feels like I let God down for not closing some deal, but a much larger part of me feels really good. We all need God. They don't need him more than me. Every day I need the redemption and healing of Jesus. I wanted them to know that. I'm guessing I'm counting on this conversation continuing, but last night was so beautiful to me. I don't know when I've, I've ever loved people who, who don't believe our faith the way I got to love people who do. The old order of John Lynch, pious religious man, has been changing for a long time. But what happened last evening revealed it to me. 
People are not unwitting candidates for my speeches about God. They have profound dignity. They carry the image of God, and God is sovereign. I know there may be a time to explain more, but last night was not it. I think he likes it when I'm not manipulating conversations to get to the bonus question. I'm three continents over being taught by Jews how to be a Christian. Shalom. Okay. That's a good story. I was going to say, I, what else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Just, that's a great story, John. I think the awakening is even on steep ancient donkey paths, <laughs> love will find you. That's it. Yes. yes. If it's I just not forgot in the book, to read. We need to edit for, it yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Steep ancient donkey paths. That was my favorite little line. That was just boom. Yeah. Yeah. I could, could see, see the picture, it. and then them puffing up. Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> if you could only on a humid night, though, the pee that you smell from those donkeys uh, uh, from earlier in the day is, is it kind of takes a little something of the magic away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, but, you know, Bill, I want to say, of all people, because you have done so much evangelism work, you have done so much intentional door-to-door in Winslow and on <laughs> reservations and different places and in the early days of, of ministry and then beyond. In fact, our ministry was started as an outreach in a, in a lot of ways, along with the church. Absolutely. But you were the one who said to me, um, everybody needs Jesus, me especially, me yeah. as much as anybody else. Absolutely. And that was a freeing, powerful yeah. conduit that I remembered that night and trusted that night. Yeah, I think I think just listening to you to give that story, John, that was really for your sake. Mm-hmm. That whole thing was for you yeah. and Stacy. Yeah. I mean, some Jewish people got to play the end of the game, yeah. but it was about you. Yeah. Can you be genuine, not manipulative, and still be a witness? And the answer is, what better witness is there than that? Yeah. What better witness? It's not like you didn't deny your faith. At all. Yeah, that's right. You'd have to deny your faith. So I, that's what I love about that story. I just loved how how it freed you to be you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure sure we want to talk too much about you getting drunk, but <laughs> it but was about, hot. It was, it was the, the okay, moment, okay. I didn't drink enough water. Uh, yeah, it, okay. was, it was no, I just, dehydrated. I thought, dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. thought about people cringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they, I thought they meant Tostito when they said yeah, 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 right. Mojito. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. And so that part of it, we just have to kind of be careful, but other than that, it's a beautiful story. That's why I don't think we feel the need to have any great conversation about it. But it's, it's two thirty, and he's wandering through the streets, drunk. <laughs> I, 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 that, I, that, I, that part I would have liked to see. That part, and even Jesus is <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm trying it. to sleep. It's two thirty. <laughs> oh, great story, John. Great life experience. Yeah. Just confirm to all of you as our friends. Be real. Just mm. be real. Mm. Jesus loves when you're real. Mm. That means more than how perfect we get the message. People don't need that. Mm. No. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on Bo's Cafe today. Well done. See you guys later.